0: What's up, you beauties? Welcome to High and Wide Radio, episode four season six. I'm your host, Jim Michael, you might notice Jacksonville is not in this He's under the weather. I'm joined by the one and only Travis Gallenhoff. If you're listening live or watching live on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed and set an alert for future shows. And if you're listening as a podcast, please make sure you're listening and subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get your notifications for future shows episodes the minute we upload them uh trav big show tonight last one before the flyers regular season is officially underway we'll of course talk about the roster a bit i want to get to some of your potential uh standout players not so much hot takes but uh you know i want to know who you think is going to lead <laughs> the team in goals things like that and uh, we will have a nice little season preview episode so love it The first thing I want to talk about right off the bat is there's a couple young kids that made this roster. Uh, Well, it appears they've made the roster anyway. Uh, Today's Tuesday. We have a couple more nights until the Flyers actually play. Rasmus Ristolainen is starting out on the injured list. At least today he's on there. Mm -hmm. Will he be there come opening night? I'm not sure. But let's talk about guys like Bobby Brink, Emil Andre. And, of course, Tyson Forster, who it appears they've made the team as of now.
1: Yeah, I mean, how long have we been talking about Bobby Brink? I mean, the the dude, he deserved it. He earned it. Strong rookie camp, strong development camp. Took it right into the preseason and the regular training camp. And he deserved it. I'll be honest. I, I was a little surprised Wade Allison was waived. I was surprised he cleared as well. Um I'll be completely honest. I think he deserved to make the team over Tyson Forster. Um, from what they were running at practice this morning or morning skate, it seems like Tyson Forster is going to be a healthy scratch first game of the year, which I'll be honest, I, um, I'm i not against it. I kind of think that's what the opening night lineup should be. Um, but, you know, he'll, he'll get in there soon. Maybe this is just Torts being like, hey, we need you to be better. You'll, you'll get a shot but uh you're not in there tonight a lot of young defensemen made it It looks like they're going to carry three goalies as well um can't say i'm a big fan of felix sandstrom making this team i'm not really a fan of having three goalies on the roster in general um i think it takes up you're taking reps away from one of the goalies in practice and i just i don't like that idea at all um and then you kind of get into his level of talent as an NHL goalie. I'm not really sure why he's here. Uh, the young defenseman, we got Andre and Zamula. Um, I was confident Zamula would make the team just because of the whole waivers thing. Um, Andre had an up and down camp in my eyes, but uh, he he has shown a lot of flashes. So pretty exciting time right now.
0: Yeah, I think it's a solid mix uh, on the roster. Um, You don't want too many kids, or or, or at least I don't, right? I mean, you have Forrester. Right off the bat, you have three. You mentioned Zamula. That's four, right? So we're counting Andre, Brink, Forrester, Zamula. Did I miss anybody? I mean, it's still a young roster even without those guys. I think I saw they're in the, the bottom or the top 10 or bottom 10 in terms of youngest roster in the league. They're like 26 years old, something like that on average. So, I mean, it's not an not an old roster, um, but you know, the, of course, there's players like Couturier, Atkinson, and you add in guys like Stall um, and, yep. and Sealer, who will raise that average up. But I, I'm excited, you know, to to watch players like Bobby Brink. He's, I think, he's going to get the biggest opportunity mm-hmm. when the season starts. And I think you mentioned uh, in today's practice they had him on the top line mm-hmm. with. I think it was, was it Farabee and Couturier? Yep. So that's something interesting. Uh, I mean, Couturier, he's going to be solid defensively no matter what, I think. Offensively, we'll see. How fast can he shake the rust off? I'm, that's, it's going to be interesting seeing a guy like Brink play with Couturier. Maybe he gets them going a little bit. Maybe they feed off each other. And you got a Farabee who... I think it's somewhat being forgotten about. Maybe he didn't uh, light the world on fire during camp. But this is a guy that came into camp. He's healthy this year. He got the full summer uh, workouts and whatnot. He's kind of flown under the radar, in my opinion, Joel Faraby. So all last year I I was saying, you know, wait for a healthy Joel Faraby under uh, a Tortorella. Let's, Let's see now. You know, I'm expecting... I'm expecting at least 25 goals from Faraby. I think you have to expect that first round pick. Um, Even though he didn't play as many games, let me just double check this real quick. I think he had new career highs in assists or something last year. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So he he did play 82 games. I forgot. Mm -hmm. Last year was his first full season. And he was not healthy for, I mean, I don't want to say not healthy, but um, came back a little sooner than we thought Right. A new career high in assists and points. So he's coming into this season healthy. He's going to be a guy that I'm going to watch this year. Only 23 years old. We're talking about kids. He's still a kid. You know, maybe he's a vet from, this is going to be his fifth season already. 23 years old. You're still a kid. So let's
1: see what Farabee's got this year. You know, kind of crazy to think he's like three years younger than Wade Allison. <laughs> We've is, barely right? ever seen. Yeah. It's
0: true, and you mentioned Wade Allison earlier. Um, it sucks, mm-hmm. right? Because we know what kind of what kind of guy he is. Good, good guy, and all that. You want to root for a guy like him. Um, you know, when they sent him, when they put him on waivers, did I expect that to happen? No, because you could just send Forrester down or or Brink, whoever. Um, I didn't think he was going to be claimed, though. So I guess the move somewhat made sense if from both perspectives right from allison's perspective if another team claims him he's going to have to be on their nhl roster so you're giving him an opportunity somewhere else Mm -hmm. if he clears waivers now you have a player like wade allison playing for the lehigh valley Phantoms, who are going to be pretty good this year you know um so in my opinion when looking at this stuff we have to It's easy to be Homer fans and, you know, Wade Allison, former second-round pick, this and that. You can put the puck in the net. All he needs is consistent playing time. At the end of the day, we have to look at this player. and Who's going to claim an often-injured, you know, bottom-six winger? uh, And and you're either going to be stuck with him on your NHL roster or you're going to have to, you know, wave him. You're going to put him through that process again. So, you know, when they they waived him, I'm like, well, he's going to clear. You know who's gonna he's gonna be stuck on someone's roster if not, and then when he gets hurt, now you're paying a guy for the injured list. Um, so I thought that was an interesting situation. I'm glad he passed. So we're we're Allison fans. Let me see what else what else was with the roster. You said he mentioned Zamula, uh, uh, Felix, Sandstrom is a third goalie. What do you think about that little scenario there? Do you think there's something? Uh, What do you think about the carrying three goalies, Shrav?
1: Well, I I am surprised. Um, I wonder, so the whole time I was kind of thinking like, okay, maybe they just wait until Tampa makes a move for a goalie, whether that's claiming Martin Jones, who was on waivers. I was waiting for Alex Lyon to go on waivers. He never did either. I was thinking he might might be like the uh, deciding factor in all this. Um, he's with Detroit now and they did not put him on waivers. I was surprised by that. I was thinking maybe the flyers wait until they make a move Tampa does and then they send Felix down. Maybe that's still the case. I'm I don't know. like I said, I don't like carrying three goalies just because you're taking reps away at practice from a guy. It just I don't re- really ever remember a situation where a team kept three goalies and actually liked it and didn't go back to two shortly after. Um, and then just, you kind of look at him at the NHL level and his talent. And I just don't think he's an NHL player. So I'm curious how long this lasts because I don't think it will be long. They must like be really, they must see something in practice that I don't see that like, okay, this guy's actually really good. I don't know. I, Very confusing. So here's my thing.
0: I think we talked about Sandstrom. I think it was on this show maybe, I I don't know, a couple months ago or something over the summer. Sandstrom, in my opinion, is, I think he's at least an NHL backup Hmm. or a guy that can get in a couple games and, you know, hold you over. In my opinion, right? Um, I don't remember the episode. Um, and I don't remember the stats, but he played in a lot of the second game of back-to-back games with the Flyers last year. And, you know, the Flyers weren't very good in those games and often, you know, got their butts whooped. Uh, I I just can't help wondering if there's something to that because when the Flyers had rest, his record and his, his numbers were uh, a lot better. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I don't have them saved. I'm not sure what I did with the notes. Um, didn't think I would be talking so much about Sandstrom tonight. But, yeah, his numbers when the Flyers were were playing uh, in a game that wasn't a second game of a back-to-back, he, mm-hmm. his numbers were pretty decent. I think he still gave up over three three goals a game. But, like, the Flyers last year, I mean, you know, they, they yes. weren't very good. Uh, but his save percentage was considerably better. Uh, the second game of back to backs, I mean, there were times where he was, you know, out of position and sprawling all over the place. And you don't want to see that, but how much of that has to do with the play in front of you as well? And I I hate to be the guy that's like, yeah, Felix Sandstrom, Felix Sandstrom. Because <laughs> then at the end of the day, like Carter Hart, Sam Erson, why do I really care so much about Sandstrom? Um, you know, but if if we are, you know, looking at these guys as assets, then I you don't want to lose them for nothing. I guess if you, if you think there's a real shot that Sandstrom could be claimed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess if, if that is the case, like you could just always send down Erson and figure something out, but it's, you, so you have to give credit to torts in this sense too, because the guys that deserve to make the team, he found a way to keep them on there. So you staying true to his word in that sense, right? Cause it would be really easy to be like, well, we could just send Urson down
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we don't have to worry about anybody getting claimed instead, you know, Urson played well enough to make the team. We got to figure something out because he deserves a spot. Same with Bobby Brink, same with, uh, you know, maybe Tyson Forrest or whoever, you know, maybe he thought they, they deserved to make the spot over Allison. So he took the shots and Allison down towards just staying true to his word, whether you like him or not, you know, um, so interesting. We'll see how things play out in the next few days with Sandstrom. Cause that's a little, a little fog, a little foggy, that scenario, in my opinion. And you know, the, the hockey Canada report, I, I think has to come out sometime. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like It's not so. going to come out now. Right. The season started tonight and it didn't come out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm a little shocked by that. Um, We'll see, man. We'll, we'll see. I I can't imagine now that they're, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. So anyway, what else stands out to you on on the roster tonight? I saw that they had Sandheim and York paired up on the top pair. That'll
1: be interesting. (laughs) I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't love that fit together. And I, I think they tried that for a very, very short time last year and it didn't stick very long. But at the same time, what, what do you do? Who would you pair York with if you go back with Sandheim install or Sandheim and Risto are you putting York with sealer I don't know I I would have be surprised if Risto actually plays Thursday night yeah me neither I, I, I could see them activating Risto and then putting Sandstrom on waivers hmm. to free up the spot um there is something to that um I forget what it was,
0: but there's less of a chance he gets claimed if they do that, correct? Um, did you, did you see that? I can't remember who it was or
1: what exactly it was. Things have been a little fu- a little fuzzy over here. So, someone just had a theory that maybe he would pass if they waited a couple days. See, I would have put him down when
0: like every team was cutting in like three and four players. Because maybe he would have just snuck through. Right? Because now if you now if you do it, it's like, oh, there's a player on waivers, and it's Felix Sandstrom, the only one. Um yeah, I don't know. Does Tampa Bay need a goalie that bad? Who's their goalie?
1: Oh, it's some rookie, and he's not very highly thought of. <laughs> I forget his name, but what, like what uh, name? Frank Frank Saravali said if you were to rank every goalie in the NHL starters and backups, all sixty-four. He would be number sixty-four. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what that's what Frank said. So I, I don't know. Like maybe they go get Brian Elliott back, who was there last year. Halak's a free agent still.
0: Right there. If he's that bad, there are guys out there. Yeah. I'm um, looking at Jonas Johansson. That's Matt it. Tomkin. Oh, it's Johansson. Uh-huh. So I think he bounced between. I want to say he was with. I want to say Colorado. So last year, okay, he was with the Avalanche twice. He played three games with the Avalanche, started two games. Actually, went two and zero with the two ten goals against average, nine three two save percentage. That's interesting. Not bad. Um, yeah, but I mean, if you put up those numbers, and I think they still sent him down to the mine. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, franzou got injured last year, but even still, just to get in two games. Um yeah, interesting. This, it'll be interesting. I don't think anybody feels bad for the Avalanche. And if they're looking at Felix Sandstrom, that's how you know things are or Tampa. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, yeah, Tampa. Um, yeah, I don't know. Flip. I know if the go ahead.
1: I was gonna say just flip them, Danny B. Straight to Tampa.
0: Yeah, seventh round pick. Anything, sixth round pick. Cooch off. <laughs> yeah, go get him. Go get Cooch. Um Yeah, what else stood out here? Zamula, do you think is going to play opening night? Um,
1: if Risto doesn't, probably. Um, yeah, that's tough. I don't think Andre plays game one, whether Risto's in there or not. So maybe it just comes down to him.
0: Yeah, I would, uh. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm looking I'm watching a video here of Connor Bedard. Did you see this? First game jitters. He forgot his stick.
1: Yep. Yep. He's gonna see he's gonna score 90 goals this year. You, you might be able to see him back, back corner. <laughs> think yes. they're singing the anthem right now. Anyone Probably who's watching, not. we we could stream the game here without getting caught. <laughs> Can we? Probably not, but
0: I actually do think there's a way. All right, sorry. Maybe next time we'll get that going. Oh, we got some people checking in, in the comments. Sorry, guys. I was I was watching. Uh, we got Eric. I believe roster will be two players younger by trade deadline. And we have Zach. wasn't bad with the ABS. Oh, Zach, I think lives out in Colorado. He probably watched him. I guess. Oh, wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Okay. So let's get into the season a little bit more now that we covered the roster. Let's so. Do it. A lot of people are picking the Flyers to finish dead last in the division, uh, division, Trav, and maybe last in the conference. Now, they have improved over the summer, but I think some other teams may have as well. You think they finished last in the Metro? Yes.
1: Okay. Um. So how I, th- how I have things shaking out is three teams out of the Metro make the playoffs just three that would be carolina new jersey and new york um at four i'll go pit at five i'll go the islanders both miss um at six i'll go washington no you know what six i'll go columbus seven i'll go washington eight i'll go philly um like some of them teams just above us like Dude, the Caps had a terrible offseason. Really, the only thing they did was fire Mm Laviolette. They had so many man games lost due to injury last year, whether that's um, Wilson, Backstrom, Carlson, like major guys in their lineup. But I don't really think their roster's that good on paper anymore. No. Do do another year older. I mean, Rasmus Sandin was really good last year, and I'm sure they're excited to have him for a full season there. But I definitely think Washington finishes bottom three. Um, I don't think they want to. I think they're going to try to continue winning there as long as Ovi's there. But, like, I don't know if you have to take a couple steps back because their roster's real weak. And you kind of look at Columbus as as well, like, they're in the same boat of the kind of Austin Washington as well with the injuries last year and how many man games they lost. I believe they led the league by the most. Um Line A playing center is pretty interesting, just because you kind of think of him and the stereotypes that come with him. And it's like, well, this guy's like the last guy you want playing center. But, you know, I, I don't see a problem with trying it. And then you got Johnny there. Um, defense is pretty good on paper with Warensky on your top pair. And then Provy Severson as your second pair. We'll see if Provy bounces back. Um, like as guys, we know we heard a lot of different things about Provy. Is he going to like being on the second pair behind um, Zach Warensky Is he going to mind being on the second power play at times? He didn't like that kind of stuff here. So we'll we'll see how that works in Columbus. I could see Philly being over Columbus. Um, like you fire your coach like right before training camp. So you might not have been on ice doing things with him yet, but like you're obviously learning about his system and his tendencies. And you got to like kind of learn from a brand new guy right before training camp starts. That's pretty interesting. So um, I do see the Flyers being last, but um, I think you could kind of shuffle around those bottom three teams.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting because, yeah, the, the Blue Jackets had a lot of injuries last year, so they're going to be a different team by default this year. You mentioned a lot of their stars, Goudreau, uh Warenski. And then they added guys like Severson Provorov. And they have Merzlikens in goal,
1: who was not very good last year. I think um, he bounces back. Yeah. I don't uh, think he'll be the worst goalie in the league again.
0: No. Uh, I think I would agree with you there. How much they improve will be interesting. It, it's also, they got Alexander Teixeira back. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Texier. Took a year off. Texier, is it Texier? I believe so. Um so yeah they're going to be an interesting team to watch and yeah they'll be they'll be interesting. You mentioned the Capitals, you know, I, I think for Washington it's let's get over the record, the goal yeah. record, right? There's really not much else they can play for. They got a bunch of aging vets there backstrom, even Ovechkin's 38, T.J. Oshie 36, all all getting paid big money. Uh, Carlson's there for three more years, 33 years old. Uh so uh they got Darcy Kemper in goal, 33 years old, signed for
1: four more seasons. That's a weird one. <laughs> it is weird. He's a I guy think... who, like when he was with the Coyotes, I thought he was pretty decent, better than, you know, the team that he was playing behind. And then, like, he goes to Colorado and they've won the cup, but, like, he was inconsistent out there. And it was kind of the same thing in Washington. I, I don't know. I, I didn't realize he was that old. That's that's a bit of a rough one.
0: Yeah, I think they were they're trying to keep a team together for maybe one last run or one or two last runs, but they didn't really do a great job of putting one together. Like Anthony Manta, like fell off the planet.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, he's got one year left, twenty nine years old. Wilson, they just gave him a massive (laughs) contract for him,
1: but like I I don't know. They're gonna regret that one in a couple years. Yeah. Kuznetsov's been demanding a trade for like two years. <laughs> and Lavie didn't get along. I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Washington's going to be very good. No. Uh, uh,
0: and so we we're kind of talking about will the Flyers finish last in the division? And I don't know. I like, I guess it's possible just because the teams maybe in front of them are better, but. I don't think the Flyers are going to be bad, Trav. Like, okay, you look at their roster, and it's a, it's a fun little roster. Like, it's not going to win a Stanley Cup tomorrow <laughs> nah, or nah, anything nah, like gonna that. I'm not going to win a Cup tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, like, you're looking at Carter and goal with, with Sam Erstrom backing him up. Those are potentially two, you know, quality NHL Big goalies.
1: Yeah. goalies.
0: Uh, we look at the defense, and... You know that's where things could get ugly. I think, <laughs> like, like big time ugly. I know, like, so you mentioned Travis Sanheim had a, you know, a really good camp. I think you said you were impressed with him the most out oh, of yeah. any anybody in camp. So, I, you know, I, I hope they're going to need him to be their best defenseman, potentially their leader back there. Um, you know, there's a lot of pressure on him. No, no defender aside from Andre is signed for more than two years right now. Uh, and, and of course, San, uh, Sanheim. Yeah. North, yeah can oh. You... oh yeah. I'm sorry. Risto's on the uh, IR. I missed him there. Um, so yeah.
1: How could you forget about Rasmus Ristolainen?
0: I know. <laughs> I How dare say, you? I was going to say something, but I'll, <laughs> I'll save it for after the show. <laughs> so, I mean, we're looking at Sanheim. John Tortorella had, some positive things to
1: say about Sean Walker today. Crazy. Did you see that? I did. I didn't know Taurus liked the complimenting players in the media. So I thought it was interesting because this guy's a player.
0: Like you listen to some other shows, you think this guy's a scrub. Sean Walker's not a scrub. This guy can play. And I think, I don't want to say this is a guy Flyers fans are going to fall in love with when they when they watch him, but I think this is the right city for a guy like Sean Walker. Like they can appreciate a player like this, I think. Um so yeah, I wasn't really understanding a lot of the the hate that he was getting and I know he was sort of a cap casualty for the Kings, but for the Flyers, this is a guy that they can use potentially in their top four and'm I'm, I'm not that doesn't say anything great about their decor that Sean walker is going to be in that could potentially be in their top four but this he's not a bad player uh teams are gonna come calling for him around the deadline I guarantee it he's making 2.65 for for this season and the last year of his deal I'm just happy torts noticed it and, and mentioned them because i haven't, i didn't hear anybody mention him in the media. And like I said, you listen to some other shows. People are really, some people are really down on him. I don't think they've watched Sean Walker. He's just solid, He's just a solid player. So I wanted to shout that out. Uh, then we have Cam York, of course. And you watched a little bit more preseason than I did. Uh, the one game, one or two games I did watch, I was neither impressed nor unimpressed with Cam York. I think he was just, you know, doing his job kind of out there. What did you think of Cam York?
1: Uh, yeah, that, that very first game where they got blown out by Jersey, that wasn't pretty, but, um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to cry about that because the whole team was bad that night. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Nothing really stood out as wow. Um, besides that first game, I didn't think there were a ton of mistakes. Just, just kind of looked like a guy banging rust off, trying to get ready for the regular season. Um, nothing really crazy stood out to me from Cam York, but I think he's going to have a big year and I'm excited to watch him play.
0: Yeah, I hope so. They're going to need him to, to take a step this season. Um, what does a a big step for Cam, uh, Cam York look like for you, Trav?
1: 40 points would be nice. Can we get 40 points?
0: So what is that? Like five goals, 35 assists? Yeah, probably. Okay. Something I thought was interesting. I went back and looked at some of his career stats all the way back into uh, came up with the U.S. Development Team. I believe he's never a big goal scorer, right? Um, so you know what he did have 14 goals with the U.S. National Development Team back in 2018, 19, um, and then hasn't really put up much since then. So I'm not sure what to expect. From cam york but i'm not expecting a lot of goals so yeah we're gonna need to see some assists and if he's gonna be playing on the power play that's gonna be a if he's got a lot of assists that means there are a lot of goals so mm-hmm. that'd be nice i don't want to harp too much on cam york let's keep we'll keep things flowing here let's move into do we miss anybody you want to talk about on the defense
1: um no, I kind of agree with you. I don't think Sean Walker will be here for the long haul. Um, look, I mean, the guy had a pretty bad lower body injury, and it kept him out a whole lot of games. I guess he's uh, really impressed torch, so <laughs> cool with me, and hopefully he turns <laughs> into a nice trade deadline trade chip for us.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so let's get to the offense a little bit. Probably the strength of this Flyers team right now. And then uh, I just want to get to maybe a couple of predictions of yours for a couple of the players. Uh, Let's get to some comments first, if that's cool. Uh, Teddy checking in. are ballgame. Welcome to another season (laughs) of the NHL. Uh, Hockey has started, huh? (laughs) Uh, Two teams I hate, Pittsburgh and Chicago. It's going to be the nonstop (laughs) gagging on Bedard. Uh, Don't forget Crosby.
1: Uh, Someone scored.
0: And let, oh, here's a, here's a question for you, Trav. Uh-oh. Do you guys think Chicago should have faced a bigger penalty for what they hid in 2010? Blows my mind. Bedard is on that franchise. Keyword, blows.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to see something more than the little pee-pee smack they got. <laughs> it really didn't get nothing. Arizona gets draft picks taken away for... Uh, what did they do
0: yeah i not even remember what they the did
1: combine i forget what they did exactly but yeah, I yeah do remember okay that.
0: Yeah. and and but i mean chicago just hides a sexual assault scandal and just nothing at all right they they didn't get anything did they get fined or anything
1: yeah i think so but it was like yeah slap on
0: the wrist yeah or pee smack as you say yep um okay so let's get to some forward predictions here the fourth line Obviously a set. I don't think we're expecting massive offensive production from the fourth line, but it's, it's looking like the Laurier, uh paling or polling and Hathaway, which perfectly fine with me. I'm mm-hmm. going to enjoy watching that fourth line. Uh, let's get to the top line. Couturier. I think we talked about this one already. Couturier, Brink and Farabee. I'm not sure that's going to stay like that for long. Right.
1: I was thinking that as well.
0: Right. Like maybe that's even just a look like, Hey Brink, Hell of a camp. This is what you'd look like on the top line. You know what I mean? Um, what? But what are you expecting from Sean
1: Couturier this season?
0: <laughs> it's a tough one.
1: I, I expect um, – well, what I expect is a slow start. I think he's going to continue to have to build uh, his body back up to game shape and game speed that it was at years ago. I mean, it's been a year and a half since he's played – besides the last couple of preseason games. Um, I expect a slow start from him. I'm not really going to be worried about is Coots not the player he was. Um, We'll we'll come down that road many months from now if he does indeed get off to a slow start. Um, I think it's all just kind of knocking rust off and staying healthy with him. And hopefully the second half he's able to, be close to a point per game player. I mean, that's probably perfect world, right?
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to expect from him. Uh-huh. He, uh, there were like flashes. I think during in a couple preseason games. I watched where I'm like, okay, like sort of looked like a there, but, uh, I think I mentioned on the last show, like he's already not a fast player and kind of stood out for being a little extra slow. Uh, We'll see. I, I, I'm not personally I'm not expecting. I don't want to put expectations on Couturier. Like it might suck to say, and I think I said this before when you didn't like it, but get a season under your belt. You know, stay healthy the entire year. Prove that you can stay healthy. Um, let's let's avoid injuries and uh, let's see what happens moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um kind of deal. It's 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 such a crappy situation, man, because you can't really I mean unless you tell them the go all out. And if something happens, like it was going to happen anyway, kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what to expect. The coots there. I mentioned Farabee. I'm looking for at least, at least 25 goals. I think he, he has the potential to be, um, and we said, maybe we say this too much, but he has the talent to be a perennial 30 goal scorer. In mm-hmm. my opinion, every year, 30, 30 guy is what I see Farby as, And uh, if he can produce like that, huge boost to the team. Um, A player that I think a lot of us are going to be watching this year, Trev, is number 74, Owen Tippett. Had a career year last last season. Let me get the numbers. 27 goals Mm -hmm. and 49 points. Can he... How many games was that? 77. 77, okay. Can he add to that? Yes. Can he score 30? Can he Big break time. 60 points?
1: Yes. Um I mean you remember like last year at the beginning of the year he had that concussion that he got first game of the year and then it just kind of like it was a roller coaster for a while and it was a lot of peaks and a lot of valleys and then I don't really remember the time frame maybe halfway a little bit before halfway through the season like the guy just took off and it kind of started out slow on the score sheet, right? He was like, he was taking 10 shots a game, but maybe they wouldn't all hit the net. And then, um, there'd be a couple games where he goes invisible. And then out of nowhere, I mean, this guy was just like the best player on the ice every night. Um, you remember Konechny got hurt a couple of times and Tippett was playing way North of 20 minutes a night, which you don't see a ton from a forward. And he looked really good, um, if we were to have like a breakout kind of thing, I kind of think he broke out last year, but I expect him to take another step. Um I'm not sure about 40 goals this year, but I expect more than 30. Uh, that would be nice.
0: Like they have a, I don't want to say they have a handful of guys, but the Flyers have quite a few players, in my opinion, that can score 30 goals. Will they all do it in one year? You remember that one year where, They had so much depth. They had, like, guys on the third line scoring, like, 30 goals. Um, It was back when Hartnell was on the team. I don't remember who else off the top of my head. But I'm thinking, was that the 13-14 year? May have been. Um, Well, the the reason I think that that is somewhat important is because the Flyers, I mean, eventually they'll have a stud in Michkov and hopefully uh, Gauthier coming over. But right now, they don't have that star. So if you have depth, if you have second and third line guys that could put the puck in the net, 20, 25 goals, you can win some games. Um, but yeah, Tippett, I, I could see 30 goals. I think he his confidence grew as the season went on. And so much like Brink came into this season, I mentioned if he hit the ground running in camp, he could, he could really open some eyes, Bobby Brink. That's what he did. If Tippett can hit the ground running, the way he finished last year, I absolutely agree. The sky's the limit with with Tippett. He could score 30 goals. Will he eventually be 40? I don't know. But 30, I think, is absolutely within reach this year. I think the Flyers are going to score a couple goals this year. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. They might lose some of these games, obviously. But I think offense won't be as much of a problem, or at least we'll see improvement. Which is what we're watching for right now. We're watching because we want to see these guys improve and get better. Um, so Tippett's gonna be a guy we absolutely keep an eye on. I want to know from some of our viewers who do you who do you guys like to lead the team in goals this year? Who do you like to lead the team in points? Sis. I want to know. Um mention in the comments here. Um, Trev, let me ask you who leads the team in points this season?
1: I got Connect me for both goals and points. Hmm. See, a guy that didn't even come to mind somehow, a star. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you, ju- you just said we don't have any stars on the team, but I see you tweeting all the time that Travis Konechny a star. It's true. It's so true. I, my thing is you kind of look at this roster and the lines and the depth chart. The forwards aren't bad, right? You don't have your Stamkos's Kucherovs, them kind of game breakers um maybe Konechny if he continues to build off of last year because we did see it at times last year um maybe he can be a kind of guy like that my thing is you look at the defense how are they going to get the puck up the ice out of their zone yeah because you look at that forward court you have a solid like middle six bottom six i really like the fourth line um you might not have a a Stamkos-Point-Kucherov line or a Marshawn-Bergeron-Pasternak, you know, McKinnon and Ranton in Atlantis. You might not have a line like that with, like, three game breakers. Um, Like I said, we'll see what TK can do. But you look at the second and third lines, they're not bad. That fourth line, (laughs) they've been, like, really good, both preseason and training camp. Kind of at both ends of the ice, I've been pretty impressed with them. That I, don't, I don't know how this team's gonna get the puck out of their zone. Uh we're gonna
0: find out. Mm-hmm. I guess, right? Because I'm thinking the same thing. Uh you know, you mentioned Sandheim put on some muscle. Can can he, you know, is that is the pair that he's on gonna be the stabilizing pair? I, I don't know. Like if I'm going by past seasons and I'm looking at the Sandheim line as the stabilizer line, you know. I don't want to say anything bad because I don't need Scott Lawton coming after me. But, <laughs> you know, I, I just don't have the the confidence. I have to see it to, to believe that Sandheim is this guy. How old is he now? 27?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: 27, dude. Hang on a second. There's no way.
1: I was thinking 26, but you're not far off. It might be 27.
0: He is. Travis Sandheim is 27 years old. Like, I'm not sure what people are expecting to happen. You mentioned—I don't know if you said it on air or not—but Brandon Montour last season had a breakout year. I think at 29,
1: so it is possible. Just look up Montour for you here. <laughs> How many goals he scored last year it was friggin' crazy.
0: Yeah, so Montour had a good sophomore season in the NHL back in 2017-18. Nine goals, 32 points. And then after that, he had 20 assists and he never scored more than five goals. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he was not great. He was getting scratched, traded to Buffalo, and hadn't played in a full season in his entire career. Gets to the Panthers and four points in 12 games in, in 2021. I'm sorry, 2020-2021. 11 goals, 37 points in 21-22. And then everybody knows about last year. 16 goals, 73 points for Montour. 8 goals, 13 points in 21 playoff games last year. A former second-round pick. 29 years old. He'll be 30 in April. So, And you know who his D partner was last year? I say it. Mark Stahl, baby. How about that? So I wonder... I wonder that had to have something to do with bringing him in, right? Maybe (laughs) they had to. They they had to have done their homework and said, "Hey, whatever you did with Montour, do it with Travis Sanheim."
1: Well, Jonesy was down on the ice rink level for a lot of Brandon Montour's game. He he saw him up close. That's a really good point. So we'll see. Maybe maybe we're going to say Travis Sanheim's going to shock the world
0: this year. Maybe. Is or that least...
1: before or after your ovation? No.
0: Are we going to try to start that up? I'm not. <laughs> Whenever he has the puck, just stand there. Like, just stand. Or when he's on the ice. I mean, it worked for Trey Turner. <laughs> it did.
1: They're not the same people. No.
0: Do you want to elaborate a nope. little bit there?
1: No. You can go back and watch that episode from, like, two months ago.
0: <laughs> we talked about it already? <laughs> I hope Sanheim does well for the Flyers' sake. So we got a couple comments. Uh, Dave, Shadow, 3X checking in. Dave Tippett leads in goals and points. Dave also chimes in. Farabee isn't coming near 30. Oh, come on, Dave. (laughs) And Teddy, Tippett in goals. Frosty assists. We need the young guys to step up. So another forward, Trav, that we hadn't talked about during the show. Morgan Frost. Mm Mm-hmm. Me and you, I think we're pretty jacked up on him by the end of last season. All right. I mean, maybe we were feeding into the buzz a little bit, but at one point we were like, this is a budding star here. Do you think he's legit? Can he add on to last year's totals?
1: I hope so. And I think him and Torts kind of have this relationship figured out where I think for some reason – uh flyers fans for a a while at least the ones on social media they think morgan frost is soft and i'm not sure why is that just because he's a shorter smaller skilled guy he's not really small his legs are fucking huge but like i look at how the relationship with him and torts kind of went on as the season went along and like you talked about torts hyping up um walker in the media I've talked about him hyping up Forrester last year in the media. Well, he was doing the complete opposite with Morgan Frost. Torts was calling him a toilet seat. He's up and down. And he very rarely had anything good to say about Morgan Frost, even when things were going well. And I wonder if that's just like Torts realized, I got to coach this kid hard. He can take it. He's not soft. I'm going to keep pushing this guy and pushing and pushing and pushing. i figured it out with this guy. And that that's honestly what I think happened as the season went on. And he may not Torts may not want to praise frost. And that's completely fine. If it continues to work on the score sheet, I was so impressed with the second half. um, Like that was kind of like what we always thought Morgan Frost could be. Dude had a solid wrist shot. He scored some beautiful goals, but the passing and the vision was beautiful. And he was making like a plus passes on a nightly basis they weren't always capitalizing on them and that's signs of a young team right um let's let's capitalize on more of our opportunities this year you and Tippett and Faraby and your other line mates where you're older now um i'm i'm looking forward to uh what frost does and i do agree with teddy i think frost is going to lead the team in assists You're muted. Maybe. Hello? One, two. Uh, One, two, bad radio. I hope you guys can hear me because I can't hear James. (laughs) Okay, James. Left the screen. Keep going. I lost sound. Okay. Um. So Teddy says Tippett and goals. I'm thinking. Okay, Dave, Dave in the chat's got me. Jim's bugging, bugging out over here. Um, so teddy said tippeting goals for Austin Sist. We need to see the young guy step up. I I would say um tippet second in goals. I could definitely see that. I could see him being first, um, but I just kind of I've I've been a big Travis Konechny fan for a long time, and I've always thought he had 40-goal potential just because of the wrist shot and just how hard he can get a snapshot off his stick. He had um, problems before missing the net. Uh-oh, do we have you back?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there. All of a sudden, I got a big error message, and uh, I lost sound, and I guess you couldn't hear me. That was weird. Sorry
1: about that. I'm just talking about Tippett and Konechny. Oh, let's go. What are you thinking this year?
0: For So, TK, I'm thinking plus 75 points again.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, let me see. What, what did he finish with last year?
1: Well, he only played like 60 games. Maybe right. 64 points in 61 games or so.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Konechny was a point-per-game guy,
0: 61 and 60 games. I'm thinking okay. he plays full season. I'm thinking – um Shit, man. 35 goals, 40 points. I mean, 40 assists. That's doable, I think. So if he plays an extra 22 games, I'm saying uh, four goals and 10 assists in those 22
1: games. Doable? I think so. Yeah,
0: I don't think 75 points is out of the question for Connect if he plays the same way. He was a stud last year.
1: I could see 82 games, 90 points.
0: Yeah, let's go. Let's, so I was kind of putting my – um. You know, I didn't <laughs> want to do a disservice, but let's go. What is that? Like 35 goals and then what? 55 assists? Right. I don't see why not. Someone's going to be uh, benefiting, and if he's going to be on the line with Tippett and Tippett's going to lead the team in goals, I mean, why
1: not? I am curious about that because right now he's playing with Lawitz and Casey, and – I think that's a pretty solid line, to be honest with you, especially as a third line. But I think that all three of them guys kind of complement each other well. So I'm I'm curious how long that works because on this team, my idea role is Travis connecting on the top line, playing 20 minutes a night or so. But I don't know. We'll see how long it lasts.
0: Yeah, that's true. Here's a comment. TK going to move at the deadline. If he plays that well, you have to maximize Mm.
1: that value. What are your thoughts there, draft I would prefer to keep Travis connect me around, but like I can't really disagree with that. I'm like I'm worried about the defense this year, right? But I'm not sure if they've bottomed out the roster enough to the point where are we just going to finish in the five to ten range again? Or are we going to get in the bottom three? Um, a lot of that's going to come down to how many games does Carter Hart steal you and I've mentioned it like a thousand times tonight. How easy are they going to be able to get up the ice and make plays the other end?
0: True. That's going to be the thing to watch. Like um, even,
1: um, like you look, they got rid of Provorov and D'Angelo. D'Angelo was the best guy we had last year of getting the puck out of our zone. And Provorov's not the same player he was a couple years ago, but I think, I'd rather Ivan Provorov attempt to get the puck out of my own zone rather than a a Mark Stahl or a Sean Walker. So um, the defense definitely got worse. I think it was addition by subtraction, and I think it needed to happen. But I I, I think the defense definitely got worse from last year.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be the number one thing to watch for. Ken – Can the defense overachieve? Uh, Because right now they're quite clearly the weakest link on the team. Um, But can they surprise anybody? And once again, for me, that starts with Sandheim. You have York, who everyone's expecting to to do big things because now he has the opportunity. Honestly, and I'm not being a jerk, I'm not expecting... Big things from York the same way everybody else is, and I don't. It's not that I don't like him, but I, I, I'm just like, well, let's see what he can do with his first full season of a guaranteed spot. Let's see what he can do. Do we need another player for next year, or can you? Our quarterback, the power play, right? Because in my eyes, Emil Andre is knocking on that door. In my eyes, Andre is the next quarterback of the power play one i have andre over cam York doing that I'm not sure if cam york can quarterback a power play in the NHL i have to see um i when I watch york and maybe I need to watch him a little bit more closely so maybe it's unfair i'm not as i'm not impressed like hmm. and I don't mean to sound like a jerk or you know put my nose up when i say that it's i'm not seeing maybe what everyone else is seeing when they watch cam york I, for me i think and tell me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people are kind of just pumping him up because they want him to be good. And the Flyers need him to be good. Hmm. But when I watch him, he's just, you know, and maybe he's only 21, 22. So all of that can come. But I'm I'm looking for more, you know? Like So what I try not to do, unless I'm absolutely sure, and I can see these intangibles or or not intangibles, but I can see these attributes from, from players. I'm not going to pump a guy up who, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Tribe like for me, Brink and Andre are two guys. I could clearly see these guys are NHL players and they'll get there when they get there. It just happened to be, maybe they made it out of camp. We'll see York. I need to watch a little bit more closely. I feel like maybe he's a guy I'll watch some, some film on it and hopefully he is that guy that can take his game to another level this season. so I'm not trying to knock him. so don't get me wrong there guys, but uh, uh
1: yeah, you think I'm trying
0: I <laughs> think I'm knocking him down a, a
1: a little bit. I could tell for a while you were not a cam York guy. I was just waiting for you to admit it on the show.
0: I, I, so I'm not a Travis Sandheim guy York, <laughs> is a, York is like all right, he's five years younger. he's a smaller guy. I have a you already know with offensive defensemen well, who can't get the can't get the puck to the goal. <laughs> I, I instantly have an issue with that. I'm sorry. Um I don't know. We'll You're see, gonna have right? to like
1: send me a video of him like struggling to get the puck on that.
0: Well, I mean it shows up in his goal totals, but I'll, I'll watch some tape and uh, you know I'll send it over. Like If your shot's getting blocked a lot, to me, that's not getting pucked to goal. Right, yeah, I agree where, with that. It doesn't mean that you have a, a bad shot, but maybe your shot selection sucks. Or maybe you're not seeing the lane or you can't get the puck to where it needs to be kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I like, just
1: haven't seen that with him yet.
0: Okay. Um, so I, I think a good example would be like Bear could absolutely get the puck to the goal. He had a monster shot towards the end, couldn't get it to the goal. It was just getting blocked or guys were clogging the lane up, you know. So it, it, for offensive defensemen, in my opinion, I need them to be able to pass and shoot. There needs to be like dual threat type thing. Because if you're if you're quarterback in the power play and you can only do one of those things, if you're the defense, all you got to do is defend one of those things, right? If he doesn't have a shot, you know he's passing. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't that, and if he, you know, all he's got's the shot, clog the lane up, you know? So uh, a couple more comments here. And let's go with Mr. Twister checking in. Ghost's first year was magical. Yeah, Yeah, it it was. was. Sure was. Uh, Zach, not deceptive enough from York. And that was one of the things I think you and Jack had mentioned. uh, Yeah,
1: I completely disagree with that.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to be looking for some of that because I, he he does dance the blue line occasionally.
1: Uh,
0: here's a question for you though, Trav. What's York's
1: ceiling? That is a great question. Yeah, I lean towards like a top pair, but like maybe like at number two. I don't think he'll ever be in number one. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he is in number one. Um, there's some people I see on Twitter that think he can be in number one. I think a two. I think a two is a realistic. Uh, not too high, not too low type of deal. Um, how old did you say he was? 21? 21 22? or 22. I'll make sure now. Go ahead. I just, I've been so impressed with this guy on, on both ends of the ice for a smaller, not physical defenseman. I think he's got a great stick on him. I think he, he skates well. He's got a lot of puck skills. I think he is very deceptive and he's able to make guys miss in a good way. I, I don't know. I've been very impressed with what I've seen from York. Okay. Yep. He's 22 years old.
0: Will be 23 on January 5th. Uh, Last season with the Flyers, two goals, 20 points, 54 games played. And played 20 games with the Phantoms, 13 points, three goals. So if he can improve on two goals and 18 assists, I mean, I don't think 35, 40 points is necessarily out of the question. You know, especially getting some power play time. If Cam York gets 40 points, I'll be impressed. Mm-hmm. You know, even if he hits 35, I'll say, okay, solid season for York, something to build on for next season. You know. So and he was only a minus one last year on a bad team. I know people say plus minus doesn't matter, but it's still a pretty number to to look at, you know, when you see uh a, a plus or as close to a, a zero as possible on a bad team. So something. Um, coming up on an hour, Trav, anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to touch on before we sign off? nothing comes to mind. Just a couple more sleeps and we'll be watching the flyers in Columbus. Here's a question for you and the guys in the chat. Do they win on Thursday? Do they start out one and oh? Yeah. You think and win in Columbus? Yep. It's the Proveroff game. Let's not forget.
1: (laughs) I think he's going to be jacked up. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Just another game for him. He'll just be gliding around. Yeah, I think he's going to try to lay somebody out. Oh, Haven't seen that in a while. No. Yeah, no.
0: It it was interesting that you brought him up earlier. And I'm interested to see how things play out in Columbus with him. Especially because there's already uncertainty out there with the new coach. And he's playing on the second line. Maybe he was a little entitled, entitled out here, huh? (laughs) <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think
1: big time. Uh, oh, couple that's, of yeses. That's why I'm kind of curious how he takes this new role on a second pair. It'll be interesting. And there was always, like, even when Provorov was at his best, he was always compared to Warensky.
0: Now he's playing behind them and yep. making $5 million, $3 dollars million
1: less. He can't. He, there's no shot. He's happy with that. No, nah.
0: he seems like a guy that's got a lot of pride pardon the pun
1: <laughs> wow you like that that's where we're going oh
0: <laughs> uh, okay uh we have mr twitzer i'm gonna guess that Provi has a goal on thursday Are you gonna bet that one Trev? nope <laughs> and he has a score for two Ooh, I like that. who scores first
1: bet? goal of the season
0: oh should we do a giveaway if somebody gets that i like that Got a couple t-shirts left yeah, who scores the first goal of the season? We'll ask it on Twitter. This way everyone gets a chance to answer. Um, but feel free to answer now. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go DeLaurier.
1: <laughs> my boy. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh my boy Scotty Lawton.
0: I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, even though he did he did troll me.
1: You could have done it.
0: it. He could have done it, he could have done way worse. So, in a way, I'm I'm grateful.
1: He has a couple comments in here. Cam Catesy.
0: See, is a guy we forgot about. No Cates. There are a lot of players on this roster that uh, could have nice seasons. We should look forward to watching too.
1: He looked, he looked pretty impressive as preseason. I thought he had the best camp out of anybody besides Travis Sandheim. But um, as camp got on, he got more power play time. And I was pretty impressed with a lot of the plays he was making.
0: This is uh, Kate still. Yes. Eric Wisniewski chiming in. Sean Couturier. That'd be sick. I would that love would be for it cool. to be Coots. I'm going to root for that. That's a good one. Teddy, TK scores first. We lose in a uh, shootout.
1: Ted.
0: Flyers shootout was Carry on. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to sign off for the Flyers season preview episode. Let's go. We'll be back. Uh, I don't think we're going to be doing a post game. You know, Phillies are on. It's a busy time of the year, whatnot. Uh, we'll, we'll ramp up some coverage. We haven't really put out too many articles of late. That's my fault. I'll take responsibility. But Flyers play Thursday. Everyone get excited. Hockey's back. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Cal Healer. Got you, Jack.